Woo! Oh, Matt Downs is joining. All right, guys. Hey, hopefully you can hear me okay. Apologies for being late. I tell you what, it's only noon, my time, but it's been a day. I literally just walked into the uh, podcast studio. Let's let's get this started. Let's kick it off. It's been a day. Oh, man. All my favorite people are here. What's going on? Matthew Downs is dancing in his chair. That song would does make me want to chair dance. And Covert Nerd. Wow. Well, thanks. I made that song. I'm quite proud of it. <laughs> uh, so what's going on, everybody? What do you guys want to talk about? Uh, yesterday, I said we were going to talk about new comics coming out tomorrow. Um, if you guys want to talk about that, that's that's fine. Um, I actually am woefully out of touch with uh, the comic scene, the current the current comic scene. I was looking at it last night, doing a little research, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know even know what my picks would be for comics coming out. What's notable? Uh, we can, of course, just talk the usual stuff. Um, TV, movies, whatever you want. <laughs> Send five like. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. I don't understand what the send for like is. If anybody in the chat can explain that to me. But anyway, welcome to the lunch break. Um, right now, it looks like. Oh, see, well, Dallas, here's the thing. I don't think Game of Thrones was awful. Excuse me. I, I mean, we did a we did a we talked about this on a recent episode of the podcast of Grolic's podcast, which you can find. No, Dallas, definitely. You're not alone, man. Lots of people hated it this last season of Game of Thrones. Um, I Listen, as as we talked about not too long ago on, what is it, just a, two episodes ago on the Grolix podcast, uh, I don't think it's perfect. I think there's problems. Uh, Sheba says it, uh, Game of Thrones just did not live up to the expectations of the people. It did not. And listen, they could have handled it better. Sure. It did feel rushed. I completely agree with that argument. Um, but it wasn't ever going to live up to the ex- like. There's so much hype on that show. I don't know. I don't know how they would have nailed it in a way that would make they couldn't have. They couldn't have nailed it in a way that would have made everyone happy. Um, they could have done better, but I thought it was fine. I don't understand why they felt they had to rush through this season. I understand the longer episodes. They wanted to do some big epics things, uh, but I don't get why they. I don't know. Why not just take another season? Oh, see, I know I, Dallas says uh, it has lots of flaws, like the scene. Uh, spoilers if for some somehow you still haven't caught up on Game of Thrones, but uh, like the scene when Arya killed the Night King. Man, I loved it. Where did she come? Listen, Arya is a now a pirate uh, sh- face shift shape shifting ninja. OK, she has been training ninja skills for seasons and they finally paid off. Yeah. Yeah, really plausibly. Where was she hiding? Where did she jump out of? I I know. But listen, it was awesome. They should make another season. Well, I they should have made another season before this season. Or, you know, how did she get past all those zombies? She's a ninja, man. <laughs> I don't know. Arya, 
I just I going into this season, into that episode specifically, I was worried they were gonna start killing they were gonna kill her off or something. Um, just because she was one of the characters I liked. I was worried they were gonna kill all the characters I really liked off. Turns out they didn't, which is a little weird. I kind of they I'm glad they didn't, but they almost should have, just because it's Game of Thrones, that's what they do. But <clears throat> I was even talking about how if they killed her off already, I would have been disappointed because all that, that cool, what do they call it? The faceless man, whatever, that cool training she would do, she did, she went through, didn't really pay off. So I kind of feel like that was simply the payoff of the cool training. Um, Shiva mentions Danny turning into a mad, uh, I'm assuming queen. I know a lot of people were upset about Daenerys and again, it does feel rushed, but man, it kind of seems like that's the way they were going with her character for a while. To be honest, in my opinion, she hasn't been likable for a long time. Like there were a lot of seasons where they'd build up some raw, raw, yeah moments and I could get behind that, but she's not, hasn't been incredibly likable. Um, if anybody, I don't know who's all, Oh, uh, let me jump back a little bit here. Matt says, at least it wasn't a Bob Newhart ending. <laughs> Golf ball to the head. Spoiler alert. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they could have, you know, one of them could have woke up and it was all a dream. No, I don't see them doing that. Dallas says, yeah, it was obviously, it was obvious Danny was going mad, but they rushed it. Hey, Dallas, can you expect, can you explain the Send 4 like to me and the Send 5 like? I do not understand it. Hi, Mike. Mike Ulick. I am not saying that first full name. And you know why, sir? You do not understand what I asked? Okay, so oftentimes people in the chat will say, send number four like. Can anybody explain that to me? Or send number five like. I do not understand what this is. Well, that's okay. I'll keep talking. <laughs> um, I'm guessing you still don't... Oh, I see. Interesting. Okay. Now, also keep in mind, I'm I'm using this on the desktop, and from my a little bit of experience on mobile, things don't quite show up the same way. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So if you're sending hearts, I get it now. I get it now. On desktop, uh, listen. The livecast is a fairly new platform. Can you see this? I can see your chats. Um, okay. Alvin Francis says, "Can you see this?" And then on my screen. It says send number four like, which is odd, but I'm guessing that means hearts, right? Okay. Okay. Interesting. Well, on mobile, perhaps it sends up, it shows up as, as hearts. Eunice, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your, your appreciation for sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, I've actually, you know, trying out Castbox for a couple of days now. We've been, we've been, uh, this is my third day doing this. I'll be doing this every, every Monday through Friday. Uh, for some time, and uh, I'm kind of compiling a list of things that I'm going to send to Castbox, and just be like, "Hey, here's some weirdness that I've found with the platform," because it's still new to them. Thanks, Dallas. Uh, let's see. So, Game of Thrones. Do you guys want to? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I could talk more Game of Thrones, but uh, Dimitar is back. Dimitar was with us yesterday. Is there anything that you guys are watching right now? Dimitar is OG. Hey, Dimitar. Is there anything you guys are watching right now on Netflix or just whatever? Um, that's really good. 
that I should be watching or that you're really enjoying, but nobody's talking about. Cause I'm all the time watching stuff on Netflix, uh, particularly, particularly I watch a lot of stuff on Netflix, black mirror, the new season. I have not been watching that yet. Um, you know, constantly I hear black mirror is good and it's totally the kind of thing I would like. I just, I have never taken the time to really, I, I think I've watched a handful of episodes, uh, and the end, the Bandersnatch thing. I played through that twice, I think, um, into the bat. Oh, Jasper. Hey, Jasper. Jasper's my co-host on Grolic Cinematic Universe, uh, Into the Badlands. I've heard you mention that before, Jasper. It looked interesting. Um, is that still going or did that get canceled? I feel like it was. I know a show that got can't. I like if it's a good show, even if it got canceled, it's still worth watching. It's just kind of like DC with Swamp Thing. Once I hear it's canceled, the urgency to watch it kind of drops a little bit because I'm like, well, if it leads up to something, if it's setting stuff up, there's not going to be payoff. And that's disappointed. Sheba says, is that San Yipiro is AM? I don't know. Oh, is a must watch. Sorry. I, I don't know what that show is. Dallas has been watching The New Girl. Halo, Mr. Bub. How's it going? So I've been on a big kick for quite a while now of um, what you could call Nordic Nor, but it basically, uh, and it's all not always Nordic, but it's the, you know, it's a rather popular genre. Uh, Dallas says the new girl wasn't what I expected. Oh, you don't recommend it. Okay. Mr. Bub's just looking for good listening while working. Well, Mr. Bub, we'll be, we're talking TV shows, movie, whatever movies, whatever comes up. Uh, today it's, you've just got me normally, uh, we do this about this time of day, every weekday, Monday through Friday. Normally I've got a couple co-hosts, but today it's just me. Um, and right now I'm just kind of probing for topics. <laughs> Yunmel checked out Nosferatu. Nosferatu. <laughs> you know what's so funny, Matthew? Okay. Nos for A2. I just <laughs> saying it out loud, connected that it's Nosferatu. D- Dallas, yes, I have seen Seinfeld. Uh, let's see. Have I seen any South Korean movies? I have. I have. Dallas, do I want to talk about Seinfeld? So uh, Seinfeld, I mean. I sure, but not really. I okay. I don't have a whole lot to say about Seinfeld. We actually, oddly enough, talked about it a little bit yesterday. Matthew Downs, that's the Joe Hill that Mel was talking that Mel mentioned. Uh, the Joe Hill show that Mel mentioned, Nosferatu. Really, Melanie mentioned it. I, I do not even recall. Uh, I'm gonna say this is the Hugh guy, the guy uh, asked that uh, about the South Korean movies. I saw the Devil. Yes, I saw the Devil was great. Um, actually I'm very, I kind of want to pull up a, that's a good topic. I want to pull up a list because I've seen several excellent movies out of South Korea. Uh, Sheba mentions her Netflix's new show. When they see you is good. Uh, when they see you, I have not watched it yet. Documentary about the, uh, what do they call them? The central park five. Very curious. Um, it's, it's there's interesting news stories coming out of that. Uh, and I was just saying yesterday, last week, Netflix tweeted that it that when they see you, uh, when they see us is um, since it came out, had been the most streamed program, uh, at least in the U.S. every day um, since like March 31st or whatever. Ah, I got you, Matthew. Oh, uh, when Jesse, thank you for the hearts, which I just discovered are hearts or likes or stars. 
whatever they show up as on mobile. Uh, so South Korean movies. Uh, a lot of people really like Trained Busan. Uh, zombie, it's a zombie flick, and I enjoyed it. I don't think I'm as wild about it as a lot of people, but it was enjoyable. It had some cool uh, ideas. Yes, Old Boy. Oh, Old Boy is so good. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Oh, what's the other in in uh, that guy's kind of vengeance trilogy? Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, and I will find it. What is it? Lady Vengeance. Thank you. Yes, I enjoyed all three of those. Those were awesome. Um, I never watched the American. Okay. Sean says, uh, even the, even the American version of old boy was amazing. Surprisingly. That's what I was about to say. I'm intrigued that Spike Lee directed it. However, yeah, I didn't ever watch it because I'm like, I don't I even like most of the people attached to it. Uh, the lead, uh, was that a Brolin? I, I like most of the names attached to it. I just, I never watched it. Um, maybe I should just out of curiosity. Uh, but I'd seen Old Boy several times, the uh, the original Old Boy. So you know, I it just wasn't high on my list. But I might have to check it out. The host, man, the host is an odd one. Uh, it's kind of typical with um, South Korean films, at least from our from like Western perspective of the tones. The tone is so strange. Like they kind of go all over the place. Hey, Sean. Oh, you're at work. You'll be in and out all day. Uh, okay. I'll be doing this till right about um, for just over 30 minutes more. Uh, but hey, tomorrow, I don't know what time it is at your, uh, in your time zone, but my time zone, it's about 1230 now. We, we stream from noon to one. We hit your lunch break every weekday. So every weekday, Monday through Friday, I should say. Yes. And Jesse is in the chat talking to you guys as well. Uh, he cannot join me in voice today, but... Jesse is normally speaking with me as well, co-hosting with me. The Hugh guy, Korean Japanese are the best movies at the moment, in my opinion. Matt D says we'll share it. Thanks, Matt. Um, yes. Anyway, I was saying that the tone of of a lot of like South Korean movies, even a little bit, I guess Japanese, but I I find more so South Korean. Um, is it's it's so funny because you'll go from at times, especially in the host, there's almost slapstick moments into very serious moments or trained Basan does this a lot where, I mean, it doesn't have the super goofy moments, but it'll go, it'll dry dive right into melodrama, but then come back out. I don't know. Like it's, it's interesting. I don't mind it. I think it kind of uh, throws some people off, but the host is one that always stuck with me because there would be some very like dramatic scenes that would lead right into melodrama and then come out into something kind of lighthearted all within like one setting and it it's it's pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, make Jesse an admin so people will know right away that he's part of the cast. Interesting. Okay. Set as admin. Boom. Thanks, Alvin. I'm still kind of working some of this stuff out. Admin list. Awesome. Okay. Jasper, if you're still with I might maybe I'll get Jasper to come on here sometime with us. Mike asks, what do admin do? I'm assuming he has uh, that would give him some control over, you know, booting on ruly people. <laughs> yeah, stay in line. Uh, let's see. I could be wrong though. Like I said, I'm still kind of uh, okay. Yeah, Alvin says they have lot, uh, lots of capabilities of the host, like kicking people. Oh, what was that odd movie? So, <laughs> oh no, what happens when you made a troll in admin? I was about to make Jasper an admin, but maybe I shouldn't because that seems to be his favorite pastime is trolling us while we're doing the live show. 
36, The Chamber of Shaolin. It's a movie I can watch a billion times, Shiba says. Yes. Kung Fu movies. There was, okay, speaking of Train to, we mentioned Train to Busan. The director did a follow-up. What was it? It's like a super, it's kind of an odd, kind of an odd superhero uh, movie on Netflix. And it wasn't bad. There's some things I definitely appreciated of it, but overall, it was kind of it was kind of unusual. Jasper says, uh, "I better read this before I actually read it out loud." I'm not going to read that, <laughs> Jasper. Oh, Jesse sent applause. Tokyo Gore Police. Man, have I seen that? I feel like I have. It's so hard to say. There's a few very. There's a few super gory, just wild out there Japanese movies. Uh, I want to say from about the time, same time period. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not going to. Okay, Jasper, I'm not going to read it exactly how you said, but I will say. And we would like if you follow us on our Twitter at GCU podcast and the parent podcast that GCU spun off of Jasper at Grolix podcast. You got to get it straight. Itchy the killer. Honestly, I don't think I've ever watched Itchy. And I want to say I was talking to uh, Mike from Grindbin not long ago about being a guest on the Grindhouse or on Grindbin podcast. Um, and that was the movie we were going to do, but I'm not sure if I missed if I missed that opportunity or not. But Itchy the Killer is one of those. Oh, interesting. Okay, Shiba, that's good. Itchy the Killer is one of those where video stores aren't that common now, but it's one of those where I'd see the cover when I went into video stores all the time and it intrigued me, but I just never grabbed it. Uh, Matt D asked about audition. I have seen audition. All I can think is, uh, think of is that puking scene. That movie is insane. Um, and Shiba asks, what about anime adaptation movies like death note and ghost in the shell? Uh, Jasper says death note was horrid. I'm assuming that's the was that live action the death live action Death Note for Netflix. I did not watch that. Jasper says, but I would like to see more tries at adapting anime to live action. I did watch. Um, I, I haven't actually. I haven't watched Ghost in the Shell either. I mean, I've seen the the original anime uh, movie and some of the sequels, or is it just the one sequel? As well as a bunch of standalone complex. Um, yeah, we talked all about Ghost in the Shell on a somewhat infamous episode now. The episode actually isn't infinite, infamous, but we, we had a YouTube comment that kind of stuck with us uh, that they did not appreciate our lack of knowledge when it came to Ghost of Shell, Ghost in the Shell things. Um, I will say, okay, speaking of live action adaptations of anime, Melanie and myself, Melanie is also a co-host of Grolic's podcast, uh, we watched the live action movie of full metal alchemist. I was not a fan. I, I love full metal alchemist. Um, I watched the, I want to say it was the original anime series and then watched most of full metal alchemist brotherhood. And then I feel like I fell off at some point because there was a long break between seasons or something, or at least a, a big delay before it got to a service that I could access. Um, but the movie felt, I don't know. It just felt off. And, Full Metal Alchemist is so good. And there's so much like the movie tried to hit a bunch of the like key points of the series, like the little girl and the dog. Like it tried to hit all these key points of the of the uh, 
um, series, but it did it in such a rushed, compact way that the weight was gone. Like, if you've watched Full Metal Alchemist, either series, or I'm assuming reading the have read the manga, which I have not done, um, the little girl and the dog, like, that's, come on, that gets you. But the movie, like, it's just, it comes up so quick, and then you're past it, and it's like, well, that, why even do it if you can't, I don't know. Put the time to making it have a real impact. Don't even do it. Let's see. I'll catch catch up here. Alvin says a great adaptation is Raruni Kenshin. I don't know that. I don't know that one. Uh, he said probably the only good one. Jasper agrees. Shiba says almost every live uh, live action adap- adaptation movie. Uh, are, ooh, I'm sorry that sentence. Is not coming out of my mouth right. Not good examples um, are not good. Example, Tokyo Ghoul in Attack on Titan. I did not see the live live action Attack on Titan. Um, Alvin says, hate the dog scene. It hurts. Hello, Mike. Again. Uh, Matt D says, Death Note live action was entertaining. William Defoe was the voice of the demon. Had some cool um, Ocean's Eleven type presentation to the ending. Interesting. Okay. Hey, Jasper. It said like, okay, thank you for correcting my spelling or my pronunciation you should join the show and then you can then you can say it yourself sir (laughs) i I can't help but give jasper shade if you're wondering jasper i mentioned it earlier jasper is a co-host of the grolic cinematic universe so it's common that i give him shade i'm on mobile it will sound crappy won't it i don't care no it'll sound great join in give me a call give me a call jasper what's up how we how we doing? Okay, there we go. Not too bad. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's it said like Peroni Genshin. Okay. So well, this this seems much more in line with um like you seem more knowledgeable of this. Anime is not my strong suit. As uh, in particular, <laughs> the door is ajar, Jasper. Yeah, no, it was, it was my seatbelt coming off. Sorry. <laughs> Are you arriving or leaving? Arriving. Okay. Where are you at? You don't have to tell street addresses. What are you out and about doing today? I'm at one, two, th- no, I'm joking. I'm, uh, I'm stopping by my mom's to get my sunglasses before I go to work. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> Jasper, what have you been watching lately? Uh, I've been watching a lot of weird shows. Um, Blue Bloods, which is a cop show. Matt, then, D, you, I'm sorry. You could tell Matt D's a listener. He asked, "What dumpster?" <laughs> the one on Dodge, the Wendy's one. Um, no, Blue Bloods. Uh, I've been trying to watch Lucifer. Haven't really got far in that one. Um, and then what else have I been watching? Pretty much Family Guy. Family Guy. Pretty much, yeah. Family Guy. Yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I didn't say anything. Hey, Jasper, uh-huh. what are you going to be watching this coming week uh, for next week? Uh, we are watching uh, both the Inglorious Bastards uh, movies. Yeah. Have you watched either yet? I'm, I'm just curious. I've watched the Tarantino one, yeah. I've seen that one. Okay, I watched the original Inglorious Bastards from 19... 19- 1978, I believe, the other day. Very interesting. Uh-huh. 
It's a very, very interesting, very interesting movie. <laughs> I don't know what I think of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's nothing like the Tarantino one, but uh, mm, there's minor elements, minor, minor elements. Yeah, they beat type style, though. Well, it's okay. So here's the thing. It's always, and I know this is almost a genre of itself, but it's so weird to watch a war movie that mixes a war movie with goofy, over-the-top comedy. Like, listen, these things don't mix well. And I understand MASH was wildly successful for God knows how long. But it's weird, okay? It's a weird thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Listen, if you're busy, I'll let you go. I had, I, I, uh, I had flashbacks there for a second to MASH. I'm just, I'm sorry. We had to watch that every night. <laughs> it was on reruns for eternity. It's is it's it's still playing somewhere. I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, I think it's still on Fox Forty Two. But what are what are you watching right now, sir? Okay, so right now I'm in the middle of watching uh, Black Spot, which I think I mentioned the other day. But uh, Black Spot on Netflix. It's a French series. Uh, I believe the original title is. Um, zone is white white area is what it, the original title actually translates to um but it's called black spot season two just dropped and this is i i kind of love this because i just discovered the show the last few weeks so i just finished season one uh about two days before season two dropped and i'm like that's how every show should be i want to discover every show just before the new season drops that way this is like I get a double double season. Right. Get a double season. Beyond that, honestly, I haven't like Jessica Jones season uh three is out and I haven't started it yet. I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that on our on our thing. Um Jasper, this is our thing now. We're here. <laughs> this is ours. Yeah, no, um we're making I was ours. about this the Jessica Jones thing. Are they going to cancel that one too, or? Oh, it's already been canceled. Yeah. Okay. I I don't I don't remember at what point they announced Punisher and Jessica Jones were also canceled, but it was, I mean, as soon as they canceled, I think um, the first was Iron Fist. As soon as Luke Cage went, I was like, yeah, they're all going to go. And then it might have been around the same time they announced. Ooh, okay. There's something around uh, around the same time they announced. Uh, Daredevil had been canceled, which I saw coming. I think they announced the other ones. So, Shiba asked anyone, anybody excited for the new season of Stranger Things? I am so excited, so excited for the new season of Stranger Things, and it's soon. It's in what the beginning of July. So excited. Um, I've enjoyed. Uh, I, Stranger Things is. I enjoyed the se- season one so much. It had so much hype that I was really worried for season two a little bit. Um, but then season two, I thought it was great. Thought it was very good. Um, so, yeah, I'm on board. I think season three will be fine. I recently noticed an article that said that the showrunners anticipate maybe one or two more seasons and then calling it good. So they kind of seem like they def- they have a point which they just want to end it. Like, you know, they have, if not like for the, I don't know, something like Stranger Things, that makes sense. Like, of course, I want more and more Strangers. If it's good, I'm just going to keep wanting more of it. Matt D says he's very excited as well. Um, but... Also, like sometimes it's better for a show to. I know this is coming fresh off of our 
Game of Thrones discussion earlier, but sometimes it's better for a show to get to a point and be like, this is how it should end. We're done. Let's go on a high note instead of just kind of, I don't know, fading away or struggling the last couple seasons. You know, there's so many shows where it's like, oh, the series was so good. So the last couple seasons was kind of went downhill and then it got canceled. Or you could have something like Breaking Bad, which I think was consistently great. And then like, boom, last se- this is going to be the last season of Breaking Bad. They definitely had like an end point. They went to it and it was very enjoyable. Uh, Jasper dropped out, by the way. So yeah, Jasper, if you can rejoin, that's fine. Go for it. Um, Sheba says, yeah, not like the <laughs> boring Fast and Furious series. Okay, I have not watched a Fast and the Furious since Tokyo Drift. Was that the third one or is that the second one? I don't know. I haven't watched it in ages. And when I, the last two I watched, it was not something I chose to watch. It was like, I don't know. I was hanging out at somebody's house and they're like, want to watch Fast and the Furious? Like, not really. And then we end up watching it anyway. Um, Not to say there's not enjoyment to be had in those movies. And the more recent movies that they definitely look like, I mean, Fast and the Furious is a series that at least always knew what it was. It never tried to be anything that it's not. It's Fast and the Furious. It's ridiculous. They know it. Um, it's machismo and whatever. Flashy cars and ridiculous stunts and effects. Like, I get it. It's just not really my thing. Um, but, man, it just keeps going, doesn't it? Like, it's kind of unbelievable. Uh, what's the the most... There's a new one, isn't there? Or like, another one that's not even fast. They kind of dropped that name altogether, and it's the name of the, names of the characters. But it's some weird... What is it? Hold on. I will find out. I have the world of knowledge at my fingertips. The new one has a separate story, Sheba says. It's like, a, it seems like a spinoff. Oh, oh, I see. Now they're calling it Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Okay, so that's The Rock's character, and it looks like, what's his name? How could I forget his name? Jason. Yes. Jason, Jason S. What's his name? Statham. That's it. Oh, yes. Thank you. I was going to say, come on. I know his name. You know, Jim Julius. <laughs> well, Matt D, if you're going to put a plug in, you got to go all the way. Matt D says, you know what I think beats the Fast and the Furious? Bewitched TV show. He is, of course, of course. I say, of course, like everyone knows. Uh, he's referencing an episode of his podcast. Yes, he's plugging his podcast, but not really because he didn't actually name the podcast there. 60s, 60s reboot podcast of which I was a uh, guest on a few episodes ago and we talked Bewitched. We talked about what a modern Bewitched reboot TV series would be like. And I basically cast it with the current, the cast of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina for the most part because I just want more of that. And if you have to transplant it somehow over into the bewitched quote-unquote universe let's do it that would be a good topic for uh one of these episodes just classic tv shows that you'd like to see come back in some way okay i should give a disclaimer before every episode uh i will butcher names so i apologize but uh sale sale says cinematography of when they see us is quite great very interesting um so is this like I know it's a documentary, but is it one of those where is there a lot of kind of recreated shots and stuff like that? That's where you kind of get the good the uh, quality cinem- cinematography. 
Um, or is this kind of, what do I want to say? Not a fictionalized retelling, but is this more of a film based on the story? Or is this more of a straight documentary when they see us? I'm going to have to watch it. It's just one of those things where so many people have seen it at this point. It's going to come up. And plus, it's, it's, it is something that's interesting to me. It's just um, I get hooked on my certain shows, so I don't deviate too much until I'm through a series. And as I mentioned earlier, my current show is uh, Black Spot. But I'll be through season two of that before long. Don't know why, but uh, Sheba says, don't know why, but when they see us reminds me of the blind side. Really? With Sandra Bullock? But I've never watched The Blind Side. <laughs> generally, this is probably going to sound terrible. Sandra Bullock's in it. I generally don't watch it. Not because I have anything against her. It's just there are certain actors that pick, they just pick certain movies, right? And you kind of get a feel of like, I usually don't like the kind of movies that this person picks. Um, and she's she's one of them. Where it's just Most of the movies she's in are not the kind of movies that appeal to me. Um, so that's not to say if she's in something, I'm automatically going to dismiss it, but you know, if it's something that doesn't really grab me, I will look past it. I knew somebody was going to say speed. Matt Deese asked you, you didn't like speed. I've seen speed. Of course I like speed. Everybody likes speed in the nineties. Speed was fine. Um, and that's why I say generally Sheba also mentioned grav mentions gravity was good and that I did also see gravity. I went to the theater and saw Gravity. I did not see it in 3D. Um, to be honest, I think I don't think I've ever watched a movie. I've, no, I did go see something in 3D. I think it was one of the X-Men movies. Um, but Gravity, yeah, I enjoyed Gravity as well. Uh, I don't know. I'm very curious. Gravity feels like a movie that might not hold up as well on a rewatch. But for me, uh, the first watch, I, I liked it quite a bit. It had this interesting thing where it felt like at the end, to me, it it felt like you'd been on a journey. And it kind of, like, a spoilers for Gravity, when she gets back down to Earth and looks back up, like, for me, like, I actually got a sense of, like, wow, we actually just went along with this character as she traveled from space down to here in a way that other movies don't really portray. And I thought that was interesting. Now, there are some, like, there's some ridiculousness to the movie, uh, it's definitely has some far-fetched moments, but at least for the initial viewing, I was definitely along for the ride. The random mini gravity review and speed is speed. Everybody, come on, it's fun. The bus can't go under 55 or it blows up. Speed, <laughs> uh, let's see what do we got. We got a few moments left. So, so everybody, what should we talk about tomorrow? See, I'm gonna try to kind of nail down certain features or topics to do during different days of the week, depending what people like. Uh, and what I was thinking about doing on Wednesdays is on Tuesday evenings, go see a new movie and then maybe discuss it on Wednesday, Wednesday show. I don't know that I'll be able to do that tonight today. Like I said, at the beginning of the episode, even though it was just noon when I started, it's already been a day. <laughs> Matt D how about the new Superman year one comic? How about it? I don't know. I actually do know that that is a thing, but, uh, I don't know. I have to check it out. Have you, I'm curious, like I am so, so behind on all the, all things comic books right now. I do not know what's going on in, in the, well, I had a good grasp on, like I was following DC comics, comic book stuff for several years, at least the first like four, you know, the first four years plus then plus some, 
doing Grawlix, but this last year or so, um, I've really fallen off. So is it good? Have you checked any of it out or is it something that's coming up? Which reminds me, thank you, Matt, for mentioning comics. Tomorrow is new comic book day. Hey, Matt D. Matt. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. What's going on? Not much, not much. Look, I could sit here and type, um, but I figured I'd hurry up and just call in. Sure. Uh, I know you want to wrap this up, but yeah, Superman year one. So um, I, uh, it's coming out tomorrow. It's a, it's a new release. And what's interesting is that it's actually tied into the uh, Batman Dark Knight universe. Uh, Cause it's Frank Miller writing it. So it's Frank Miller's oh. take on the universe. So um, I, I don't know if you remember a lot of, of the Dark Knight Returns. I know you're, you're an avid Batman fan like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you take a look at it, uh, I saw a couple headlines that, uh, Frank Miller's kind of changing. It's like an it's like an Elseworlds, you know. Frank Miller's yeah. changing changing uh, Superman. He's supposed to, supposedly going to be a Navy SEAL. Um, so it's it's an interesting take on uh, on Superman. Oh, is that okay? I did see some headline something about Man of whoop, uh, Man of Seal or something like that. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, interesting. Yeah, it, it's it's actually out tomorrow. Um, I of course missed the solicit, so I'm probably going to end up picking it up on on a digital copy. But um, yeah, I I figured that you know, since you haven't had any comic books to talk about, I throw that out there. Um, no, it's definitely appreciated. Like I said, I kind of wanted to do like, hey, what's coming? You know, a look at today, a look at what's coming out tomorrow. But I'm so behind, and uh, that I just didn't get a chance to. Uh, I didn't get enough information together that felt like to, to, so I could feel like I could actually talk about it. But yeah, um, if anybody listening is a comic book reader. Uh, every week on grogspodcast.com, we have the new comics list. We usually drop it Monday for the comics that are coming out the following well, Wednesday. Um, so be sure to check that out. Uh, Frank Miller, man, his stuff is so polarizing. Um, yeah, yes. Especially like Holy Terror or uh, very. Um, well, did you have you read DK3? The- no, I heard so many mixed things about it. I did not. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because there's definitely an uh, definitely an anti left wing, which are the the big liberals, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah, I heard he kind of went that way, and that the story had that element to it. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Um, interesting. <laughs> if you read DK two, I think it's a lot better than DK two, but I I won't open up that can of worms. <laughs> I did not. I also have not read uh, Dark Knight. What, was it just? No, it's Dark Knight Strikes Back or Strikes. What was it? Yeah, that's that's DK two. Uh, the Dark yeah. Knight Strikes Again. Which... Hi, Chance. Sorry, saying hi no to people. <laughs> um, also, before we do have to wrap this up, but I do want to mention Sheba says talking of speed, Keanu Reeves stars in a video game called Cyberpunk 2077, which a lot of people are super excited about. And uh, and sorry, comments I'm still reading. And uh, <laughs> that was definitely one of the more interesting reveals of uh, otherwise kind of lackluster E3 this year. Um, Sahil says, why some shows give you the feeling like you're reading a comic book example, good omens. I mean, a lot, there are so many shows that are based on comic books, even if they are not superhero shows. Um, a good omens was not good. Omens was actual like stories though, uh, books, prose, right? 
Totally. Um, but I still have to watch that show. I, I, I'm, I love David Tennant and well, Oh, seal. Oh, reading the book. He didn't say comic book. We're talking about comic book. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. In which case, good omens is book. <laughs> I should have ended this episode. Okay. So, <laughs> Hey Matt, you're here. Uh, yeah. this week, on the new episode of Grolix Podcast, which just the Grolix Podcast proper, which you can find here on Castbox as well as all the other uh, regular places you find comic books, Matt, you actually joined us on this recent episode to talk about a Superman book. Oh my goodness, I did, didn't I? You did, uh, and you should you can check that out, listeners, if you want to hear us talk about uh, <laughs> Superman and some other stuff. It was actually this is this is. We talk about how we what we describe as the Superman book that I think even non-Superman fans might enjoy um, because I feel like it's got a better hook for just general readers than your average Superman book or something. Totally. Um, also, let's see what else is coming up. Yeah, that we'll call it good. We'll call it good with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, you do a podcast or two as well. You should mention that before we go. All right, yeah, check out uh, – it's not on CastBox yet, but I will get it over there. Uh, 60s Reboot uh, pod, podcast where we take a look at the 1960s television series and we recast it with modern-day actors and actresses. We uh, take a look at a couple episodes and see what we can do to tweak and make it more for a modern-day audience. Uh, I also have a, a podcast with uh, my kids called Comic Books with My Kids where I take a look at some comic books that my kids are reading. And hopefully get uh, get word out there to uh, some comics that other kids might be interested in reading. Um, and then if you want, you can check out my blog spot at uh, Matty D or back issue Matty where I take a look at some classic um, back issue Ben dives. So yeah, that's my plugs. Um, awesome. Oh, and and if everything works out, I might have another Grolixer on my sixty uh, three boot show with a certain um, comic-themed television series from the 60s. Oh, nice. I bet I know who's the... I, know, I bet I know who it is. <laughs> or, no, I should say, I bet I know who it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for hopping on here with me uh, at the end here, Matt. I do appreciate it. Do- doing these shows solo is a much different experience. Oh, yeah, to- totally, totally. I mean, I had to go to get a mythical creature to help me out on my solo shows. Chance talking about early humans. Interesting. Uh, so, <laughs> so, hey, everybody that joined me this today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I enjoy the chat. Uh, and sorry, Chance, we are wrapping up the show, so I haven't jumped on your comments. But I enjoy the chat and doing these solo episodes. It's not always going to be solo. A lot of times I'll have a, co- uh, like a regular co-host with me. Um, but the chat really helps. So I appreciate everybody in the chat. You were all co-hosts of the show today. <laughs> but anyway, I've been Randall Sylvie. Um, hey, Matt, I am going to I'm going to go ahead and hang you up. All right, man. Take it easy. Right. Take it easy, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. I've been Randall Sylvie. If you want to hear more, look up Grolix podcast on CastBox or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you can find uh, podcasts. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast or go to grolixpodcast.com and i'll be back tomorrow same time streaming from noon to 1 p.m central or whatever time it is in your time zone and come join me on your lunch break i'm hoping the outro music actually plays loads and plays on time today 
And don't forget, we're on Twitter at Grolix Podcast and at GCU Podcast. Thanks, Matt. Thanks to everybody else. I definitely appreciate uh, you chatting me up in the chat today. <laughs>